It was exactly 17 months since April Wood had returned home from Bear Island, and she was sitting cross-legged in her back garden, listening to the sound of silence. Other people might have said that silence can't make a noise, but April knew differently. She knew that silence carried all sorts of messages, especially if you had learned how to listen properly. Besides, she much preferred being outdoors to inside. It was an altogether kinder place. Particularly these days. When April and her father had first arrived back from the Arctic, it had been like diving into the deep end of a very cold swimming pool. The constant noise and smog of cars and motorbikes, with their never-ending stench of exhaust, had been the most horrible shock. And people, so many people everywhere, hustling, bustling, and jostling every crowded minute of the day. It had been Dad's decision to hasten the move to the seaside, and within a month, they had sold their tall and gloomy city house and found somewhere new near Granny Apples. It wasn't necessarily the kind of house April would have chosen herself, Number 34, Stirling Road, sat in a row of identical modern red brick houses, each with its own neatly lawned back garden and freshly painted fence. Unlike their old home, or even the wooden cabin on Bear Island, this house was filled with hard, square corners and shiny, gleaming work surfaces. There wasn't even an open fire to toast crumpets on. Instead, it had one of those electric fires with pretend logs that glowed red with the flick of a switch. But Dad seemed happy. In fact, he was the happiest April had seen him in years. And as he kept reminding her, this house was far easier to keep clean. But it didn't mean she had to stay inside, especially on an evening like this, when the setting sun was streaking the sky with shades of gold and the breeze whispered through the trees like magic. It's beautiful, she said out loud. That was another thing that had remained with her from the Arctic. The habit of speaking out loud to herself. April didn't consider it strange. Not until others started giving her funny looks. Thankfully, it was a Friday, which meant school was over for the week, and she could do exactly as she wanted. She'd only been there a handful of months, but still hadn't shaken off the feeling of being the odd one out. It didn't help that after her presentation about the plight of the polar bears, the one that had taken ages to prepare, most of the class had just yawned. When April had tried to wake them up with her best roar, one she was very proud of, and then demonstrated how she could smell peanut butter from over one mile away. All they'd done was laugh, and then make bear noises at her from the back of the class. To make matters even more embarrassing, the teacher had pulled her aside and suggested that perhaps animal impersonations were best kept out of the classroom. April had tried to explain in her best and most polite voice that it wasn't an impersonation, that she was trying to inform everyone about the problems in the Arctic, just like Lisa from the Polar Institute had encouraged her. 
but her words were wasted. From that moment on, she was known as Bear Girl, and judging from the accompanying sniggers, she wasn't sure it was a compliment. The article in the local press hadn't helped either. Somehow, a local reporter had got wind of April and her father's trip to the Arctic, and since it was a slow news week, he'd wanted to tell their story. Dad had been reluctant, but not April. She had seized the opportunity, because surely here was a chance to tell everyone about how much the polar bears needed their help. Here was a chance to warn people how quickly the Arctic was melting. But then the article had got lots of facts wrong, including April's own name. As if she were anything like an Alice, 